Yes, I know, but I'm just having a really difficult time trying to make all of this entertaining and, and, and fictional non-fiction. It's just all very difficult to improv this stuff. I just want to talk about what I can help with, what I see, what I'm concerned about, what I believe we can do collectively. Oh no, are we on? Oh, hit the music. Attention, attention, I need attention. I need to feed off friendship and presence. I need applause and some pats on the back. Just a couple of claps, enough to keep me comfortable fast. Attention, attention, I need attention. I need to feed off fake threats and questions. I need remand, so punish me. It's better than nothing, please. Something I'm hungering, but grudging. I'm an addict. I'm rabid without active attachment. Running ragged just to have it, it's tragic. Love's a habit of need. It is what I fiend for as I feed pure on free stores and steal yours. Please more. Curse these cravings. Thirst keeps raging. Bursting veins from hurt speech slang. And oh well, I get it on the rank with negatives. The trend is evidence of descent. quick, immediate. I'm feeling this And we are bright. And we are chipper. And we are ready to start the day this Wednesday, August 26th, 2020. What a glorious morning it appears it's about to be. As although I will not tell you the exact time of recording, it's still dark, but it's day. What time am I recording? Who knows? More after this. We apologize for any uh, possible audio that was picked up from the other room. And I'd also like to do a quick preface before I continue that when I say we, I think it's just because I imagine probably what I see in TV when someone's sitting in front of a microphone and then there's other people working the soundboards and the, the sound effects and it's just a, a, a nice vision of mine that this little production company I'm trying to create from the catacombs and ashes of a life that was, it makes me feel confident. And there's so much work to do that I need to be a little more confident because as I've stated before, my friends, I have navigated some murky waters. And even though I may possess a certain level of knowledge on how to help others navigate those same murky waters... It is another solo voyage that I must take trying to get back to help. 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 I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. I'm not going to go too high because it's very early in the morning and I don't want to embarrass myself. So today on the episode of Patient U.S., we are talking about drum. I I can't roll my R's consistently, although I'm getting better at it. Drum roll, please. <coughs> we are talking about help. How do you help others? What is help? And can help be selfish? Hmm. 
Well, those are those are just a couple brain busters, if you ask me. Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard were the brain busters, I think. That's an old professional wrestling tag team. I'm a big professional wrestling fan. I'm just going to say that. As if it's ever possible that Patient US allows me to just speak more uh, directly about, about all of this symbolic discussion. I hope someday I can also share my interest in professional wrestling. But that's a side note, brother, because we got to get down to the action. What in the world is help? How is it possible that with so much discussion and teachings of help, that there are still people crying for help, or that there are people who don't know how to say help, or the people who only know how to help, to give help, to offer help, but do not know how to accept help, how to receive help, and then all of the emotions that are experienced in helping people are missed. It's similar to miscommunication, really. It's the same type of crossing of wires. So what is help? Help is something that we do to take the burden of effort off of somebody else. That's a rough definition. Uh, Please, if it says something different in the dictionary, you're right, not me. I'll tell you right away. I won't even argue with you. This is how I'm going to describe help for this sake of this episode. Who am I arguing with? Or who do I think is going to come at me? Nobody, of course. But you just have to do things like this. This is shark-infested waters sometimes. And you got to make sure that all of your cuts are covered up. Because it's, it's, it's dangerous out there. Mistakes in this day, patient U.S., are punished greatly, often much greater than the mistake that was made. Often in the name of help, to be honest. So what is help? How can I help you, patient U.S.? If I offer you a certain level of help because I am perceiving that you need it based on the outward behaviors you are showing as far as your inability to handle what is happening, I am putting myself in danger. Because if my offering of help offends you, I will be in the wrong. Patient U.S., because you are so embarrassed about asking for help, you have scared those around you to offer help. And now you find yourself in a situation where you feel like nobody cares, but you haven't allowed any of them to when they try. You feel isolated, you feel misunderstood, and you feel mistreated. 
However, apparently help, asking for help, needing help, requiring help, giving help, apparently this word has a much a much greater place in your mind than mine. It's almost your possession. And you will not give it up without explanations. It's almost like currency. That's what we're seeing right now. The observed efforts of others is constantly being discussed. The observed effort of self is constantly being discussed. And it has become this wild give and take. Oh, you helped me? Okay, well, this is how much I think you helped me. So there it is right back to you. I'm going to help you. Let's break it down as simply as I can. If someone says to you, thank you, and you have an inability to simply say, you're welcome. We say things like, oh, no, don't worry about it. We do not allow them to thank us for helping. Or we return the favor by telling them they don't need to be thankful. That's a good way to keep it even. Because I wouldn't want them to think that it was more than I think it is. For crying out loud, what a terrible thing it would be for them to be thankful that I offered help. And that little bit they're offering that might make them feel better, I do not allow them to say thank you. I deny it. I block it. Hi-ya! Deflection. Something to think about, but isn't that what we do here? I don't know when to go to commercial breaks. I would like to say very clearly to anyone who's listening that half an hour is not enough time and that I often feel like I go off track because I have to make sure I touch all the bullet points and I have to make sure it's short enough that you don't get bored of it because for crying out loud, if it's not short enough, it's not even going to be given any attention. And isn't that in and of itself a sign patient U.S.? That in order for me to help you, I also have to entertain you and juggle and dance and sing and rap just for an opportunity to speak to you about pertinent information that is necessary for you to know. And I'm willing to do it because I'm willing to help. I'll explain what I mean by that more after this break. Hey, yeah, you, yeah, you over there, come here, I got something for you, that's right, it's free, tell your friends about it, it's called forgiveness, now scram, you numbskull, yeah, that's right, it's me. Sal Vidal, famed actor of all those movies you've never seen because they've never happened. And I work for wellness, and I'm here to tell you, all of you, you gotta love forgiveness. Not only do I sell it over the air, but I use it daily in my life, trust me. Back to you, I think. Why do they even bring me here? And things, and things are just flying off the rails because it's all improv. 
And it's early in the morning because I have a hard time sleeping. Hmm. So does patient U.S. Another one of those realities at times in life that we must accept versus rally against. My body is waking me up. I've got an adequate amount of sleep. I checked the boxes, so I will trust that it is time to start. We didn't, you know what we didn't do? Let's start here. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. I forgot to say good morning, patient U.S. Good morning, good morning, and how do you do? I'm just so excited all the time. And excitement isn't a... It's another one of those things that have become relative. Excitement just means energy that is high. Anxiety is excitement. Stress is excitement. Surprise is excitement. I function at an, in an excited internal state. Outwardly, I move very slow and methodically. Or at least I try to. It's taking quite a, a, a toll on the interworkings of my physiology. A lot of stress on the joints. Something to think about, patient U.S. The levels of discomfort I'm experiencing from living my life similar to the way I am watching you begin to live yours. It doesn't end in, in, in glitz and glamour always. Sometimes you get really stuck and trapped in the depths. And when people like me arrive and we offer our help, we get denied. We get the doors slammed in our face. This is very frustrating, patient U.S. And at times, it hurts my feelings. How do you help someone? Wasn't that another question that was asked at the beginning? What is help? How do you help? Is there such thing as selfish help, I believe? And we're going to talk about it. But how do you help someone? Are you helping them by writing a post for them on their Facebook page? Or are you doing something that helps you? This is the interesting paradox that we have created. I am not going to let you help me. But I'm going to take what I need and you better forgive me because you love me. Whoa. Loaded message. Let's break that down. There are people in patients U.S.'s life that are incapable of saying help, but are in need of help. They have deficiencies, but not in the way that, 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 that we understand it. Deficiencies as in the tank is low. The need is high. Poor gas mileage, if you will, as Dusty Rose, baby. Poor gas mileage. As in, in any given situation, there becomes a depletion. And even when family around you, someone who's been around you long enough to understand when you're starting to show the signs and they try to offer... What they can offer, there is a level of stubbornness or pride or ego that deflects 
the help being offered, the inevitable breakdown occurs. The same things that were being offered are now being taken. And oftentimes, in these understandings of unconditional love, we don't even decide we need to apologize because we've done the math because we live so far ahead of now that if I say I'm sorry, you'll say it's okay anyway, so I don't even need to say I'm sorry. So not only are we going to block your attempts to help, not only are we going to take, we are then going to deny you, the person trying to help, of even an apology. You get nothing. You get to give nothing, and you get nothing. Sounds a lot like control. And yet, the person who I'm describing in this context, when I'm saying I, I believe I'm doing it for everybody else's sake. It's quite, uh, it's quite wild. I'm trying to think of ways to give you something tangible that, that, that you can, can understand. To a degree, it's like a four-way stop sign where multiple people show up at the same time. And, and what you often see is one person says, go ahead. In their mind, they are helping. They are doing a service. Well, not on my watch, says the person who also showed up. And the power struggle begins because now that person says, no, you go ahead. I got it. Here, you go. And, and then the other person says, oh, isn't that nice? But you go. All the while, traffic is being held up. Two people, uh, possibly delusionally being kind, are now deterring and mucking up the functioning of a group of people. There's many other people on the road. And take a four-way stop again. There are sometimes people who just decide, well, I got here first, I'm going. And when you have two of them... At the same time, you have accidents. So all I'm trying to say is, when I'm telling you, you go ahead, isn't that because I want control? The same way as if I inch my way out? And don't we need someone to have a control and that's in those situations? Don't we need communication? Don't we need someone to initiate communication? At four-way stops, you're not just looking at the cars. You're looking at the drivers. So we need that. But is it help? If someone says, go ahead, and then you tell them, no, you go ahead, wouldn't my ability to help you exist in me allowing you to help me? Isn't that also helping? Denying myself whatever great feelings I have when I'm always the one helping and allowing other people to feel the same thing. That's help. That's how you can help too. Help is not always doing for. Help is allowing others to do and showing them gratitude and showing them appreciation which allows them to feel good about themselves, which really might be the reason a lot of us help. Something to think about as we go to another commercial break. 
This is the part of himself he thought he needed to hide during the more insecure moments of his youth. It was something he ultimately could not ignore. No matter how much money he made in the field of healthcare, no matter how successful he looked to us on paper, he was suffering. In order to avoid that suffering, he submitted somewhat to the idea of a truer self. We watched him dance and smile again. We danced and smiled with him. He was not depressed. We knew that. He was actually becoming manic. We didn't know that. As is a theme of this narration, we saw what we wanted to see. He looked better to us based on what we perceived better to be. Even when talking with him, years later, he admits he didn't realize it was happening either. His ego was ready to feed once again. He became more deliberate during his attempts to get his fix, but his behaviors were never more risky. Folks, I'm Louis Bianco, RNCPS, author of Mental Health, Disability, Perception versus Reality, and that is just another random page-opening excerpt read. That's right, you can, you can find it. It's trending all over the worldwide interwebs. That's uh, Mental Health Disability Perception versus Reality by Louis Bianco, RN, CPS. That's not trending. Uh, I was talking about the random page opening uh, narration reads. Just to be clear, back to you. I'll just come out and say it, folks. I, I know we've had better days of advertising. I just don't feel like being creative... Uh, as much, but I have to. I have to offer the substance, uh, the importance of of pattern. Uh, we we start to begin to expect things that have been given to us, and it is important to make sure that we maintain that if people are expecting it, or to verbalize an inability to offer it. That's how I can help. What could ever? Who could ever even imagine the ideas that help could be selfish? The selfishness of selflessness. Who could ever imagine? Why, that just doesn't make sense. Let's think about this. Obviously not as in-depth as I would like to go. But when you look at the give and take of this dynamic we've been discussing today, this type of communication, this help, help communication, we sometimes have a need to feel important. We have a need to feel necessary. We are developing a need to feel needed. And sometimes when that need goes unmet, when we start to feel like we are drifting off like we do not exist in the cognitions of those we do not interact with, like where you're just becoming invisible, we start to offer help that is not necessary. I don't feel we do enough help assessment. And why would we? Because the answers in help assessments are usually dishonest. Can I help you? Do you need help? Heck, what about, would you like help? The idea that our answer is no is a sign of how important it is to us to feel like we are the only ones who worked. We're richer in the currency of effort. What'd you work? 10 hours? 
Oh, yeah, you shouldn't be tired, because I worked 12. I helped more, buddy. You shouldn't feel tired at all. Oh, you worked the whole weekend, huh? I worked Friday through Monday. Now that's really working. Now that's really helping. My goodness. That's selfish. These constant discussions about complete selflessness and independence has just made us more selfish on the mental realm, on the relationship realm, on the communication realm. We are denying each other a need, and that need is to be needed. And because of that, we are inserting ourselves in an intrusive and often reckless fashion because we just need to feel like we are doing something. Patient U.S., parent number one, parent number two, have incessantly poured in more and more solutions and suggestions. And in their minds, that is what needs to be done. But their urgency and their pace is far beyond the pressure that patient U.S. can handle, and it's making the situation worse. It is not help. We discussed help as being something that relieved the pressure, that removed the effort. Any help that increases the effort, is it help? It depends on intention. We can't end this without talking about intention, and that maybe our final words will be about intention. But selfish help is in assuming what somebody needs and just starting to do it for them before you even know if that is what they are comfortable with. And if they are uncomfortable with it, you have now created a pressure where they feel obligated to say thank you, or they feel inferior because they believed they could do it. You have stolen their choice. That is not help. Now, you will often hear parents, and, and obviously that's different with children, but you will, you will hear people say that, I, I just know better. I'm doing this for you. But again, if I am staying five seconds ahead of you, if I don't think you see that thing in front of you, if I don't give you the credit that you deserve... I'm constantly robbing you of important feelings of positivity. Most likely, uh, these are the things that improve our self-esteem. This is what makes us feel good about ourselves. But because everyone else must be so strong and prove it, we are denying people the opportunity to feel those good things. What, what else is left other than negativity? Patient U.S. has parent number one. And parent number one is constantly five seconds ahead of patient U.S. 
warning them and acting like if they weren't watching, that patient U.S. would only make mistakes. Now, parent number one may feel like they are helping, but they are actually decreasing the self-esteem of patient U.S. and they are removing patient U.S.'s opportunities to find confidence in their own ability because they are unable to do anything without the enmeshment of the helping parent number one. It's not help in that sense. It's selfish. Parent number two will come down like a hammer on patient U.S., Every single time Patient U.S. makes a mistake because it is parent number two's assumption that Patient U.S. doesn't already feel terrible about the mistake they made. And that if parent number two didn't tell them about the mistake, the mistake would go unnoticed and growth wouldn't occur. That isn't help parent number two. No matter how much you want to convince yourself it is, it is not. That is selfish help. We use help as the disguise to sneak in our own worries, our own concerns, our own considerations, and in doing so, we have now caused greater stress. The continuation of the narrative that I don't need to apologize because it's not what I meant to do is slowly ruining patient U.S. and their family's dynamics. Parent number two has no need to apologize. I didn't mean to hurt their feelings. I wasn't trying to be mean. I'm not mad. I didn't yell. As patient U.S. is crying, the intentions were pure so that when the action becomes something different than expected, there is no need to apologize I did not mean to accidentally hurt you. But what does your intention have to do with the harm of your behavior? If in actuality you have created a harmful situation, you have increased the stress of the person you are trying to help, how much does your intent matter? Are you going to spend these moments where patient U.S., is weakened by your behaviors, justifying that what you did wasn't wrong, or are you going to offer your support? Are you going to be willing to be vulnerable and apologize, even if you did something by accident? My friends, we are allowed to apologize for accidents. You will not lose a piece of your power, or maybe you will, and maybe that's what this is all about. We can say that our intentions are pure, but maybe most of this is simply about who has the most power. And if that is the case, I would yield to the adults to actually have a greater maturity than patient U.S. Be more mature. Hold strong. Stand fast. Do not, do not continuously engage in this toxicity. Do not willingly continue to engage in such behavior and claim that the intention is pure. You are showing your hand, parent number one, parent number two, and patient your U.S. And you are all in and you are all trying to win. 
as I sit here trying to help. What is your intention? I guess I can't answer that. But I would consider, I would ask you to please consider rummaging through your mind to figure out what your actual intention is. Because you are not freed from all of your actions and behaviors simply because you say that your intention is pure. Damage will be done. And that damage will cause harm. And if your behavior is what causes that harm, you will be held accountable. If your intention is to help patient U.S., I encourage you to understand what help is first. And that will require learning, U.S. And that will require listening, U.S. And that will require remaining patient, U.S. My dear, dear friend, I just have so much belief in you. I'm, I'm positive you can do this, my dear, dear friend.